0: recording
1: and
2: i wasn't i i'll I'll stand in for him are you recording i am
0: now thank you Great.
1: all right here we go
0: rated e for everyone 10 and up
1: this podcast is brought to you by you because tss is listener supported support the community today and join up at patreon.com slash that story show hey this is crock and you're listening to that story show you know
2: the story show the show made specifically for stories that story show. Hey!
1: This is that story show, people! Hey! was
2: she? Hey, he was cooking pizza. I turned into a bat and I flew into this lady's house. I left her some guano. <laughs>
1: Hey, how you doing, podcast people? This is That Story Show, where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 298, only two more to 300. I'm your host, my name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here, Chris Cowan. Welcome to the show, Chris. Hey,
2: how's it going? Hey,
1: man. Um, wh- Have we ever had you on
2: before? Yes, I think I've been on, like, uh, I think I've been on twice. Twice? I think so. It's been yes. a while, though. I don't think it was called That Story Show back then. That's
1: what it I'm was, thinking. Uh, so, it
2: was, yeah, it was probably uh, Nobody's Listening uh, at the time.
1: Well, sorry nobody heard all that. But now that yeah. you're on the That Story Show, this is the show people listen to.
2: And, yes. Uh, I'm super stoked.
1: So Chris, if you don't know, is is an avid listener. Also has, uh, over the years, had a plethora of his own projects, both audio and video. Currently, though, he is working on a show called the Cowan Boys Super Movie Show uh, that can be found at Mason and Connor, that's C-O-N-N-O-R.com. Tell us a little bit about the show, Chris.
2: Well, it's just uh, um, my wife works a couple nights each week, and so uh, the kids and I have just kind of... I've found myself kind of using that time to uh, introduce the kids to movies that uh, I enjoy. And so, you know, half the fun of being a dad is vicariously enjoying the stuff you like. Absolutely. Through 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 your kids and trying to force them to be exactly like you. Um
1: <laughs> and like what and, you like and yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um and so and so I I found myself doing that. I actually uh introduced them I I, I introduced them to Back to the Future. <laughs> Oh. I forgot how much language that is. Yes, has you in it.
1: you don't ever notice until you watch it with your kids <laughs> no. and you're like, holy crap, this is PG. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's and so, uh, 80s PG. So, of course, I, and like my kids aren't exposed to bad language because we're all a bunch of, you know, <laughs> Puritans. And, uh, and so, like in the middle of the show, my seven year old <laughs> just blurts out, son of a. <laughs> <laughs> just, just totally loud and out there, and I'm like, "Whoa!" So then I had to have a talk with him about that. Um, wow. But anyways, so I've been in introducing them uh, to to these shows, and probably some I shouldn't. Um, and um, kind of wanted an excuse for myself to kind of go back and watch, uh, you know, the whole Marvel Endgame saga. Um, and then also it's fun to introduce them to that. And these kids like to talk. They're, they're pretty smart, and it also gives an opportunity to not just talk about um, the movie itself in terms of, of, you know, on a surface level, but kind of dig a little deeper and talk about things that have to do with story structure and what kind of message is the, is the story telling us, what can we learn about how the characters change, and kind of have some uh deeper conversations. And of course in the in the first episode, I think the big takeaway they got, which was um uh where we, we talk about basically we we watch a Marvel movie and then we talk about it in the video episode. And so uh in the most recent episode, the the main takeaway was um Don't sell weapons to terrorists.
1: (laughs) It's an important lesson to learn.
2: I'm like, good. That's that's definitely a a life lesson that I I remember. you never have to apply.
1: I remember when my stepdad sat me down and and we had that talk. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, okay. Okay, John. Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) I never will. What about- Talk to
2: your kids about selling weapons to terrorists. What about to
1: cowboys and astronauts? How about that? Right okay (laughs) yeah yeah my my kids go away with more technical questions because they're a little older so my daughter's 14 and she's all like how come he has to have that thing in his chest and and i'm (laughs) like well technically he doesn't need it now it's where his suit is And that's not what i'm asking what in the first one he had a hole a big hole you could fit your whole hand in i'm like (laughs) The shrapnel and hearts and magnets. I don't know. I'll have to go back and watch it myself. But it is crazy. Right, yeah. I, as I sat and watched Endgame, no spoilers here, folks. Um, yeah. It uh, it really brought me back to, it almost was bittersweet because it's like, dang, yeah. we've been watching these movies for 10, 12 years, you know, and uh, it, it's over now. But, yeah, getting to relive it, that's great. We've got a yeah, for sure. We've got a listener uh, and a podcaster, Austin Reason, that does a show called Noobs in the Hoovian, and he's kind of doing a similar thing, just audio format with his boys and, uh, and 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 Doctor Who. So he started with the 2005 reboot and uh, going through episode by episode. He's seen them; they haven't. So he's the he's the Hoovian, and they're the noobs. And uh, yeah,
2: I actually, uh, I actually listened to a couple. Uh, I think I listened to the intro episode of that with my kids, and then uh, I, w- I was going to try to do something similar with them and, and watch those with them, but the youngest isn't no. uh, quite on board.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My my youngest just got old enough to where he can really handle it, because the answer is it's always aliens. No matter how scary yeah. it looks, <laughs> no matter how messed up it is, no matter how goofy or stupid, uh, it's always aliens. You know, so Yeah. But the Mummy, my uh, Where's My Mummy episode, was, was uh, that did them both well, any and
2: Anyone's with the weeping angels. <laughs> we just
1: watched that one, and he did fine. I was very happy. They loved oh, nice. it. They loved it, and nice. it was written by Stephen Moffat, and, and for the first time, they really understood why we named our dog Moffat. So uh. it was for him and that story, because it was an amazing I think, I...
2: I think probably the most scarring one I actually watched the original ones from like the seventies. My dad would rent them on VHS and uh, I actually got scarred by one of those, but I think one of the most scarring ones from the new one is the, there's like this one where it's like this guy who absorbs other people into his body and so like their faces are like growing out of his
1: weirdest area. I mean, I mean ending. It has the weirdest ending. Um. Yeah. And, and and where where her face is part of a brick, and and yeah, that's right. Uh, just so weird. the The, the most scarring one for me uh, was uh, pity the gelf, because there was dead people getting up and walking around, and uh, yeah. and it had a a twist to where you shouldn't pity the gelf. So anyway, uh. it was one of the earlier ones uh, with uh, Eccleston. <laughs> so
2: so uh, yeah
1: anyway we always start with an opening story and uh, this one's no different this is called no ticket dad by Mila Mila says I started listening to the show a couple of years ago and I've loved every minute of it really have you have you really loved every, every minute. minute I don't know I, I I love our listeners and they <laughs> love my show more than I do I am critical of my <laughs> of, of the every minute of my show and i worry and fret over every story that i read and then so when i read something like this i'm like really that is the most amazing thing to hear also the hardest thing to believe but anyway um today i have a story that happened when i was about seven years old it was my birthday and dad took my sister and i to a farmer's market after school this is one of those big farmer's markets with jumpy houses And lots of stands. They have improved farmer's markets since I was a kid because
2: it was just. My farmer's market sells like Spanish subtitle DVDs.
1: (laughs) Ours just had had bushel barrels of, of split peas and stuff like that. It was okra and junk. So there was nothing fun about it. It was just hot. Uh, anyway, so uh, it had jumpy houses and lots of stands. My dad bought me some tickets and let me go on the jumpy house while he watched my younger sister on another one. After my turn was up, I wanted to go again. So I went to look for my dad to get more tickets. I found him with his back to me. I ran up to him and opened his hand. He had no tickets in his hand though. And I remembered my dad had lots of tickets. So I asked him, Hey, where are the tickets? But he didn't answer. I looked up. And I see a strange man with a confused look on his face who was definitely <laughs> not my dad. I backed away quickly, found my actual dad. <laughs> we still laugh about my no ticket dad today. So she has a real dad and a no ticket dad.
2: So, oh my gosh. Have you done anything like that? Oh, or are you yes. Like, uh, yeah.
1: The worst is when you're a kid, you're on the toy aisle and you turn over and say, Mom, <laughs> and you look over and it's just some dude. Just some random dude, because your mom (laughs) slipped away and didn't tell you, and this dude slipped in her place, and and he's kind of smiling at you, and you feel stupid, but you're also scared because your mom suddenly looks like a dude for a second, (laughs) because your brain doesn't catch up, and and it's like when you wake up uh, at your grandma's house, and you forget you're at your grandma's house for a little while. You know, you ever done that? Yeah, that's what it's like when you turn around. And you expect your mom, and it's some dude. So,
2: (laughs) I have a. I had this one time at the. uh, This is this is actually going to be one of my featured stories, possibly, like because I I have kind of a theme Uh with some short stories going on. Uh, But I'll I'll say it now because it ties in. But um, oh, can can I? You
1: should save it. (laughs)
2: Okay, it's really short, but Uh, I'll save it. I'll save save it for the future. I'll I'll just tease it now and say that it ties into that. Okay,
1: we will put a pin in it and hold on to it. Um, I
2: I I will say my my mom made that mistake once with a guy she thought was my dad, and like came up behind him and like stuck her hand in his back
1: pocket. Oh my gosh! You didn't say that. It it, it that's oh. terrible. I I've yeah. I've had to be careful of that my whole life because my wife is extremely short and extremely right. thin, and so she looks like every twelve year old girl in the oh, world no. from the back. <laughs> and um, I've never ever gone up to her and and grabbed anything or hugged anything or put my arm around anything without first looking at the face and verifying. And there's been a couple oh, times that if I hadn't done that, I'd probably gone to jail.
2: Jeez! And as a as a children's pastor, that would have, oh. that would not be a good look, dude. You know,
1: <laughs> white people all look the same. All white girls look the same from the back. I'm telling you, It's, it's just, true. It's it's they got similar hairstyles and everything, and it's uh especially as, uh, when you get a certain height, everybody looks the same. But anyway, yeah. Um, Hey, before we jump into Weekly Rewind, I would be amiss not to mention NarthexCon, which is going to be a live meetup and show recording on June 29th. It's going to be at the Melvin Theater here in St. Louis. And I want you to come. I want you to come out. I know it's kind of short notice, but it's the 29th of June. You still got plenty of time to get tickets. John's going to be there. I'm going to be there. My family's going to be there. Uh, lots of, uh, uh, other listeners are already signed up to come. All you need to do is just let me know you're coming, go to nlcast.com and click on the register now, uh, banner at the very top and just give me your name, address or whatever, and your shirt size and, uh, let us know that you're coming because it's going to be great. It's a Saturday night, so it's a perfect time. You come in, man, make a vacation out of it. You know, go do some other St. Louis stuff. We got an arch, we got city museum, we got Blue City Deli, we got some barbecue that I don't care for, and everybody always asks me for a barbecue place, and I'm like, they say Pappy's is good, but I like Kansas City barbecue, so whatever. But uh, Narthex Con June 29th, be there. It's uh, from two to six, and and we're going to record that story show live and um, Red School Bus. And it's going to be great. There'll be lots of giveaways and prizes and giveaways. So uh, without further ado, yeah, though, awesome. let's uh, rewind the week. Yeah. Rewinding. Yeah, it's one of those things I had to just pull the, put. go ahead and just do. And I have a feeling this year will be fun and it'll be memorable. But I think next year's will be the big one. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, yeah. everybody's gonna be like, Oh, I wish I could go. I can't. But even though a lot of people already have, um, I think next year is, is really gonna be the year. But uh I don't 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 wait for next year. Come on out this year. If you live within driving distance of uh the Melvin Theater here in Saint Louis, you, you need to come on out. And uh a couple of folks, I mean people are flying in. Uh it's it's really exciting. So Anyway, my weekly update is pretty simple. Um, <laughs> me and my daughter spent the day together. She she got uh, out of school uh, earlier than her son. It's just, I mean, her son, her her brother, <laughs> and my son, not her son. And uh, so sh- she and I ended up going running some errands and ended up eating lunch together. We ended up going to a, uh, which was great. We had a great lunch together. I took her to, um what's that place with the red Robin, red Robin. And, uh, we had hamburgers. (laughs) I know I'm slow. And, uh, and, 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 uh, there was this really pivotal moment. I don't know. It was kind of cheesy, but I, I imagine, um, that it hopefully will mean a lot to her. I don't, I don't do it that often, but I just looked at her and I says, you know what? You're the most beautiful person I know. And, and I'm so proud of you. You're beautiful inside and outside. You're a hard worker. You've done a great job this year. And um, I, I just love you to death. And, you know, you can't, you can't, uh, I, I never had that. You know, I never had any man ever say anything close to, you know, I'm proud of you or I love you or anything like that. So it's so awesome to be able to do that for her. And, and my son, Uh, him, I, I kind of taper it down to more like, yeah, I put up with you and I deal with you and yeah, you're okay. You're not gross or anything, but, uh, uh, no, but, uh, so anyway, we're, we've had this wonderful moment. We're walking side by side out to the vehicle after going to Best Buy. And, uh, I, I got to preface it with this. I, I drive a white, um, Truck and my wife drives a green, um, what do you call those things? It's a, a Kia Soul. She drives a green Kia Soul. I drive a white truck with the big Buzz Lightyear logo on the back, and my license plate says Lightyear. It's awesome. It's dedicated oh, nice. to Buzz Lightyear in case you didn't know. Um, <laughs> but it, I'm. We're walking side by side. We're walking toward the truck, square toward the truck, and all of a sudden she turns off to the left, and she's walking away from me. And I'm like, "What the heck?" And I look, you know, kind of uh, a tra- trace a ray from her to where she's headed, and there is a green Kia Soul over there with bumper stickers and everything on the back. My wife don't do bumper stickers, but it was enough to uh to to confuse my slightly blonde daughter. That's what I call her cuz she <laughs> she has naturally brown hair but it's very light and mm. kind of has that natural highlight thing going on. And uh so I call her slightly blonde and uh I'm like, "Jenna." She's like, "What?" "You know we came in my truck, right? You you're just playing. Oh, I didn't see it." <laughs> so, you know, she had a definitely dub moment right there slightly blind moment so um i actually had a really good weekly update <laughs> i told chris about it beforehand <sighs> but i'm saving it i'm saving it for it's the live lacking. show and uh if you write in and your show and your stuff doesn't get read on the show right away i'm probably saving it for the live show cuz i want that show to kick butt and take names and so um I hope you guys will will come out and it'll be recorded and released. You're not going to miss it or anything, but it would be so cool if you would be there live. So be there live. Uh, So Chris, what do you got for us?
2: All right. So I, I went on a kind of a a lunch date uh, with my wife um, as, as we do sometimes and uh, just kind of randomly Panera bread. Sounded like a good idea. Lemons, lemons, um, and I regret it so much. <laughs> Why? So, so I mean, I'd, I'd been there like it. It's actually been months since I'd been there, and so I we decided to to give it a try, and because uh, we felt like a salad or whatever, some coffee. So we get in there, and so first thing you notice is that uh, they they added like. Seven little kiosks, little iPad yes, kiosks. Yes, yes. For self-checkout because, uh,
1: kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, to eliminate the, the need for human humans in the, in the workplace. Even though
1: it takes three times as lo- long to do it there than it does yes, to just the Yes, that's what I
2: discovered uh, is, is that took way too long.
1: Well, there's way too many options. That's the thing. They're they're like, do you want tomatoes and lettuce, and do yeah. you want Asiago cheese? And you're like, I could summarize all this with one button. When
2: you can't. Yeah, because well, cause like if you order from a human, you see the entire menu behind them, and you don't have to like tap twenty times <laughs> to find out what kinds of salads they Just have. Tap you know? them on
1: the face. Okay, next. <laughs> tap them and on so the that face. Was,
2: yeah. And so that was the first thing was like, I'm, we were like, oh, let's use this cool technology. Right. And so we do that. And so we, we get through and we like customize our order. My wife wants us not one of their default salads. She wants to customize it. And so we <laughs> do that and find out that they have limitations on how much you can customize it. But we, we get it done, finally get ready to order it. And then it doesn't read the card. It doesn't even uh, read read my card. So we've done all that for not. Uh, and so, <laughs> so instead of being like, okay, let's talk to a human, we're like, okay, well, there's like 20 kiosks next to it. They <laughs> multiply. Um, so we, we go to the one next to it and then try the whole thing over again. Boo. And, and finally it does read my card this time, but we had to like recustomize it and, and everything. So... Like, by by the time we're all done, it's been, like, probably half an hour because we've, you know, <laughs> spent all this time just trying to place the order. And then we do that, and then I'm like, oh, wait, I wanted to get a coffee, and we already placed our order. <laughs> so, so, so then I start to head back to the kiosk like an idiot, and my wife is like, or, Chris, you could just order from one of these humans over here. Just tell so the I'm lady. Like, right. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Good thinking, because uh, clearly the, the kiosk doesn't work right. So we go over and, and there's humans just patiently waiting behind the counter. And then I order um, from them and I say, I want, it's like some vanilla cold brew thingy. And and turns out the humans don't work either. Because she's <laughs> like, I'm like, I want a hot uh, vanilla cold brew. And she's like, Oh, they only come cold. I'm like, I'm looking at the menu behind her. It's under hot lattes. It's a vanilla cold brew. I'm like, okay. But it says it right there. And she's like, oh yeah, we only, we only do it cold. We don't do it hot. I'm like, put it in the microwave, lady. But it's right there. And so like, finally she like asks like her supervisor and this lady is not like, you know, you go to Starbucks or any like local hip coffee yeah, place yeah. and they're like you know barely out of high school barely tying their shoes um but at panera bread they're all like in their 60s yes um yeah 35 and and up. yeah oh 35 is generous
1: <laughs> i i am being generous I, I i we have a lot of panera faculty that listen to the show so
2: oh I, i'm i'm sorry i'll be more respectful but uh, so finally, she finds out that they do, in fact, have the item that is on their menu. And but then they're like, oh, but the espresso machine doesn't work.
1: Ah, like, <laughs> ladies like, I knew it was something. I'll never, uh, I'll never give you so, what you ordered.
2: Oh, but then they find out that it, it has, in fact, uh, uh, been. And so they they finally get the order through. And so finally, we sit down and we wait for our food. And the, the rest of the time goes just just great. And then I, I take the coffee to go, we, we head home, and right as I'm getting out of the car, I take a sip of the coffee, oh. and there's something in there. Uh, what? Uh, uh, it's some like a rubbery, uh, black uh, chunk. Uh, uh, in my coffee. Why?
1: How did you pull it through the little zipper hole?
2: I don't know. It just oh. came through, <laughs> and I sucked it into my throat. And I'm like, "This is not right." So thankfully, I was stepping out of the car. So oh, I, a little bit so of I, jelly
1: got in there.
2: <laughs> oh, it was so gross. So I spit it out onto the pavement, and there on the ground is some weird, like it's more, black it's moving blob. Ugh. Ugh, coffee blob. And and my wife swears it's like a blueberry. Which, first of all, how does that happen? Yeah but it tasted way more rubbery to me like mm. than a blueberry it tasted like a piece of a tire or something Ugh. was in my coffee and it, like i was on the verge of throwing up it was so nasty so i'm never <laughs> i'm never going to panera again oh you know
1: they, you know what would have fixed all of that if you had just ordered <laughs> you should have just ordered their mac From and Starbucks. cheese no No, (laughs) order their mac and cheese, because no matter what else happens, their mac and cheese is so good that it makes everything else grow strangely dim in the light of its glory and grace. (laughs) And you won't remember any of the problems. All you'll remember is how fulfilling and warm and cheesy and just absolutely amazing that mac and cheese was. And, well,
2: but see, we were trying to cut back on carbs. So, uh, well, yeah, you that know, would, that you're talking
1: work. to a fat man, and I'm telling you <laughs> that I'm a lot happier than you are. Even though I will live less long, I will live happier.
2: So, you're making it count. <laughs>
1: Get the mac and cheese next time. All
2: right, I'll do that next time and I'll order from a human. Yes. And I'll point, I'll start off just pointing to the part of the menu where it says it.
1: Well, those those things you can tell are a product of somebody thinking about what is going to be best for us, not what's best for the customer. Because from the employee point of view, all they want is a screen in front of them that says they want this, 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 and this. They don't want to deal with the human going, well, I just want tomatoes that I only want on half. And then can I get that doubled and can I get half meat? You know, they they just want the end result. And so they sat in a room somewhere around a table and they're like, how can we get the end result? Well, let's do technology. And technology. so, yeah. So they started at McDonald's with that crap and it's the same right. deal. It's not easier it's it's terrible. it's like, why do I need options for a cheeseburger? Just give me a cheeseburger playing with ketchup That takes thirteen mouse clicks um or or just one sentence to a human being <laughs> <Okay.
2: sighs>
1: Granted, it depends which McDonald's you're going to on on whether you're gonna wanna do the human side or the or the, the you
2: know i mean with well with side. McDonald's though. There's like a 50-50 chance they'll get it wrong either way. Yeah. So it kind of doesn't even matter what, who you're talking to, whether it's a machine or a person. It's it's McDonald's roulette.
1: Well, I just know they never asked anybody. And if they did, those people were stupid. Like, oh, this is delightful. How much are you paying us per hour again? Oh, this is, you know, their product testing. I just love pushing buttons and stuff. Oh, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It must have been employees of the franchise that made it happen. But anyway, hey, um, a couple last month or so, I mentioned um our our sponsor, and I want to do it again. We have uh sponsored by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients, so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. And it really is that simple. You get uh, seasonal, simple recipes, pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door every single week. Um, All the meals come together in 30 minutes. Uh, They call for less than two pots and pans and require minimal cleanup. Uh, Results may vary. Ours was pretty quick, though, when we did it. Uh, Family dinners are fuss-free because if your family's a picky eater, HelloFresh has kid tested and approved family plan recipes. And it's good too. You got three, um, options to choose from classic veggie and family. I would stay away from veggie because I'm a fat man. Uh, but you have the option to switch between those when your tastes change or, or, you know, whatever. Um, my experience was great. They sent us a, uh, a, a contain a container. It was a box and inside there was all this cold stuff. And, and they had bags full of fresh produce and, and even, um, the spices and, and the stuff. And if you needed olive oil, olive oil was in there in a little bottle, everything you needed, there was no measuring and no guessing. And I'm going to tell you the, uh, instruction sheets were great. Um, they, I'm, I'm a man that only eats basic things, but we had some pretty unbasic stuff coming in here. And one of them was hamburgers with some sort of tomato jam on it. And I was like, okay, we're going to make this, but I'm not eating that crap. And I'm going to tell you though, I tried it. I tried it for you people and I tried it for hello fresh and it was so stinking good. And so if you're somebody like me and you're kind of stuck in a rut, I think HelloFresh would be a great way for you to find things that you like, uh, that are out of the ordinary. Um, You can get $80 off your first month of HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash ThatStoryShow80 and enter ThatStoryShow80 because it's like receiving eight meals for free. And the pricing is good. If you go out to eat, you're going to spend this much. But this is you and your family connecting and cooking together and it takes all the stress away. Again, for 80 bucks off your first month, Go to HelloFresh.com slash thatstoryshow80 and enter thatstoryshow80. Uh, let's get to our featured story now. Let me tell
2: y'all a story.
1: Bum, bum, bum. Let me tell y'all a story. All right, Chris Cowan, I've been looking forward to it, man. I'm rubbing my <laughs> hands together in anticipation. What do you have for us, sir?
2: I'm just glad this episode wasn't sponsored by Panera Bread. Um, <laughs> that would have been bad. <laughs> that
1: would would have been awkward yeah here in st louis what they call it breadco did you know that it i did not know that because it's called st louis bread company this is where it originated and everywhere else it's it's panera but here they just call it breadco and uh so yeah it would be really weird if i was you're just like crapping all over panera and i'm like (laughs) This episode brought to you by the wonderful elderly folks at Panera Bread.
2: Bread right. Co. No. Giving seniors giving seniors uh, jobs. jobs. <laughs> Them in Walmart <laughs> greeters Yeah. <are>, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> um so okay, John isn't here and I, I realized, you know, he he represents a certain uh, demographic that that I really felt uh obligated to uh to stand in for oh gosh um, <laughs> and so i've actually rather than tell you one featured story i thought i might kind of give you a a, a collection if you will yeah. an anthology okay of short stories relating to um can well there, there, gas or gas, worse
1: farts just i know just say it
2: i know that's just poop okay <laughs> poop
1: uh you know, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that this week, how we're the part fart and poop, you know show lately. And I and I've I've struggled with that personally. I, I'm like, you know, that's not very intelligent humor. That's kind of juvenile. And and, and John's like, I don't agree. I think it's funny. <laughs> and then I started thinking about what people consider mature humor. And it's mm. usually about all the stuff adults do behind closed doors and that's the same crap that i was talking about with my friends at 13 so what makes that more mature than what we're doing here i i would argue that our stuff is just as legit and just as bad good rather (laughs) i didn't i meant to say just as better (laughs) and it came out bad um so anyway, I I I am proud of our farty poopy little crappy show.
2: Good. <laughs> you least, stand on your. At least I say I am. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Well, so and I I don't think there's anything like I'm. You know, I might not be quite at the level where I think okay, just saying farts or poo is like inherently funny. Right. Right. Um, it all has to do with context what is the context of the feces and, (laughs) and the, you know, how, what is the method of, of that you're using to pass the gas and, and all that, you know, it's the surrounding environment. It's the subtleties to you make for a good story. Yeah. Yeah. A recipe, if you will. Oh, that's worse Um, than what I said. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm just being gross. Um, Okay, so this is this is where the this is the one that kind of uh related to the opening story about, you know, mistaking someone for something else. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> I don't know where you're at with the farting around spouses, but I I imagine I, I don't having been married. You what? I don't do it. I You don't do it. No,
1: it's it, we try to hide it from each other. It's it's, oh, man. It, especially especially the girls in the family. I've never heard my wife pass gas.
2: That is incredible. Well, I will not comment <laughs> <laughs> on my situation <laughs> with my spouse. But I will say <laughs> uh, she has heard me fart before. Okay, And it's one of those things where, you know, we've been married. Actually, it's going to be 14 years uh, next week. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, and we, it's just uh, over the course of of that long. I am amazed. Okay, I am amazed that you have not uh, <laughs> yeah. been exposed to that. Yeah,
1: not in twenty five years. I mean, we've dated you know for four, so yeah, uh-huh. uh, married for twenty one. In- so.
2: Incredible. Because I kind of looked at it as okay, the dating the dating period. Oh no, never. You would never let one slip out. But I kind of feel like after a few years, you kind of.
1: No, as she heard ag- me,
2: acknowledge-
1: yes, you know, Right, but, but do I, can I just do it freely without consequences? No, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of high pitched yelling and screaming from both my wife and my kids. And I, I know this cause it's happened. Um, cause well, I see, had, the, the pr- I had surgery on my, on my rectum and, uh, there was Ooh. a period of time where I couldn't. I couldn't help it, <laughs> and I mm. got yelled at, and I'm like, I have a disability people
2: anyway so so in my case, I tend to be less of a trumpet and more of a sneak attack okay um but uh but in in this particular incident, so anyways, suffice it to say my wife is is used to me being comfortable with passing gas around her gosh, um. Can't imagine. She doesn't she doesn't love it. See, um, you're a
1: good looking guy. That's why you can get away with it. I've had I got theories about you guys that you guys have lots of opportunities that us ugly guys we can't do that because we're already gross. Just getting up in the morning, showered and shaved, we're still gross. And so farting on top of that just makes us completely unattractive. That's just it's, it's
2: true. Straw that breaks the the camel's back.
1: <laughs> it's just true. I have to be that's funny genteel. I I've got to be careful.
2: <laughs> well, that's funny. Um, no, but uh, so in in my case, um, either way. So she is. I, I I'll I'll do it, and I have to be careful though. Which ones? Like if it's one that makes a little noise, that's kind of more acceptable. It's the ones that are followed with, you know, that slow realization of toxicity. Oh, um, that's, those are the ones where I, I can't, I'm um, I get in huge, huge trouble.
1: So, um, so if it, if it bothers her nostrils, you're in trouble. Basically. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Ears is fine. Nostrils is a huge no. Yeah. Um, and I get that.
1: Yeah, I do too. Um,
2: and then mouth, we won't even,
1: ah! <laughs> gosh,
2: I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm Pushing playing. Pushing all my that buttons today.
1: <laughs> you had a nasty so, piece of freaking snail gunk in your coffee and now you're 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 ah, nah. Bah! Go ahead.
2: <laughs> so anyways, so now so. I know
1: why we haven't had you on in a while. Yeah, <laughs> to recover. Right,
2: right. It'll be a while after this. Um so I'm at the library. And uh, and we're at the library, just her and me. I don't know where the kids are because uh, this was a little while ago. And and we're in the same aisle and just looking at books. And then I'm reaching for a book and then I just kind of let one loose, you know, not super loud, not like the whole, na- not like the, the whole. Library the
1: librarian didn't shush you or anything, right? Right.
2: Um, but you know enough to where you know someone in the same aisle as me would hear it, and so. I let one loose and then I'm like, oops, and I kind of like, I have like this dorky smile as I look over at my wife thinking, okay, we'll just kind of, you know, share a little smile, (laughs) exchange, and laugh it off. So I look over and smile at my wife and it's not my wife. Yay! I was hoping that would be the case. Yay! So I not only just (laughs) farted next to a random stranger, this (laughs) girl... But then I turn and give this creepy (laughs) smile. (laughs) So she's like, she immediately leaves the aisle. Like, which makes it even worse. Because if she'd just, like, gone back to looking at books or something... It would have been like, okay, we, we're we moving past this. But, but that just, the fact that she moves to another aisle legitimately means she was creeped out by me. Because, because I let one loose and then give a and then smile oh. at her like this is my little gift to you you're welcome
1: <laughs> share this magic moment <laughs> I when i look into your oh. eyes yeah oh my gosh see <laughs> good looking guy farts in the library <laughs> has an awkward exchange with another woman me if i did that i'd have been arrested somebody would have called I'd- the police
2: I don't know man. I don't think it gets it much creepier than 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 that. No, <laughs> I I'm telling
1: you, you just add this body to that situation <laughs> and I am I am uh I'm making front page headlines farting oh f- farting creepoid uh you know, picked up at local <laughs> library.
2: <clears throat> wow. Yep. So yeah. So that's my. I, I've got other stories. I don't know how much time we have. We got um, all the time you want to take. Okay, that one. Uh, so my other. That one that's hurt. just kind of. <laughs> 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 that one's kind of just the tip of the iceberg with me, though, and it's 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 actually one of the reasons I'm so thankful I work from home mm. uh, now. Because when I worked, uh, I used to actually have to drive to work, like some kind of barbarian. Yeah, and uh, that was. That was rough because I, I I'm a regular guy, if you if you know what I mean. Um like I'm very regular. <laughs> and, <laughs>
1: I didn't know what you meant, but I was gonna let it go, but now I do. <laughs> Thank you.
2: And of course I drink a lot of coffee and so my wife uh, my wife blames it on that, but I think she's just saying that because it's true. Yes, it but, is true. <laughs> So, and so I, that's probably, you know, a large reason why, you know, when I get gas or get the runs, you know, uh, uh, that's probably a contributing factor. Um, But so when I worked on site, it was really bad because I've always, I always have drunk a lot of coffee and, and so I used to work on site uh, at, uh, at a call center, and so I would take calls uh and that that is the worst feeling in the world is when you have to go but something's preventing you from being able to go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That is like that is the worst feeling in the world is you're like feeling it in your stomach but in this case I was on with a customer and I'm like and it was one of those things where, like, this customer was trying to, like, locate some business in, like, another country. And so it was this whole rabbit trail. So I literally had to, like, pause the customer and then go talk to a supervisor for <laughs> for insight and then come back to the customer all while I'm my stomach is basically falling out feels like it's tur- my whole stomach is turning into liquid Ugh. and trying to find find an exit yeah and uh Ugh. and then i think in that case i think i finally had to put them on hold or something and just <laughs> you, run for it you just and by, wait for by, 10 minutes <laughs> I think so for no by the reason. time i got back i uh I didn't have that customer anymore. <laughs> that was a that was a long time ago. Um oh, but that was also at a particular place where the cubicles were not very far apart. Mm-hmm. Um and so my neighbor I noticed uh kept that air freshener pretty handy. <laughs> trying to
1: <laughs> they're going yeah, on I don't think they're talking about you at the house honey can you pick up some glade yeah because uh, uh that cowan guy oh my gosh
2: he's, that was he's drinking
1: was coffee and he's fluffing up the world around
2: me oh. <laughs> the probably the worst one I ever had uh at least that I can remember um was it was on an hour long car car ride. And it was, we were showing some friends, basically, uh, my wife's parents have, like, some property, <clears throat> and so sometimes they'll host weddings there. And so some friends were going to have their wedding there, and so, like, we drove down with them to, um, to, to uh, my wife's parents to check out the property and all that stuff. And then on the way home, uh, my wife and I were sitting in the back of their car, and it's an hour long it was an hour long drive and the whole time my stomach was just getting worse and worse and like i i was just like it was the most awkward thing ever because like i couldn't i didn't have the guts to like be like okay we need to pull over and find a restroom cuz i need to get what's inside of me outside of me um and so, like, the entire ride home, I'm, like, stinking up the car, <laughs> <laughs> and my poor wife is, like, in agony, and she's, like, kind of whispering, like, scolding me, Stop. and I'm just like, like, what am I supposed to do? I can't not, like, it's better this than what's trying to come out of me. You were you were <laughs>
1: just helping them prevent cancer.
2: That's, yeah, exactly. That's all you now were doing? Now that I know that, yeah. Yeah. but uh Uh, i barely made it i barely made it we finally we did make it home i've never not made it which is kind of a miracle because i've had so many times where i'm like i don't know help help me lord jesus because (laughs) because it's (laughs) it's gonna happen and i can only i can only hodor it so much
1: i'll tell you the the worst thing i ever did to to fill up a, a car with with a horrible smell. It wasn't a fart. Um, we were on a 25-hour drive. Oh. And we did it straight through. No. And I drove the whole thing. And so a whole day and a night, and the next day's coming around, and that sun is coming up over the yeah. horizon, <laughs> and I get to where... I have this condition when the sun hits me in the eyes, I sneeze. My kids do it, too. It's called sun sneezing. It's a genetic Oh, yeah, trait. my wife
2: has that, uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: And so the light hits my eyes, and I sneeze, and I smell the foulest thing I've ever smelled in my life as all of my mouth spittle contents are sprayed all over the... The, the front of the of the steering wheel i even had tried to you know sneeze into the, the elbow um but my breath was so foul that it woke up everybody <laughs> in the van and they're like no. what's that smell and i rolled down the windows and still it was so bad that i pulled uh. over um at the very next time we could to a walmart at like 3 or 4 in the morning or whatever whatever time the sun came up and got out and got toothpaste and toothbrush, and I brushed out my teeth right there because all the stuff was packed up in a trailer behind us. There's no oh way I was going to find it. And uh, oh, still to this day, I, I, I think about it and I cringe because I know that those people weren't stupid. They knew it was me because I'm the one that was acting weird and was like, what smell? What, right. what smell? I don't smell anything,
2: and uh, it's like when I, when one kid is crying and the other is suddenly like, "What happened? What happened? I don't know what happened. Are you okay? What happened?
1: What what happened? It, it's just my my mouth smelled so much worse than a butt, and I don't oh. I don't know how that happened, and it's never happened before, and it hasn't happened since. But halitosis is not just something that was made up by scope. And oh, uh, it, no. it's a real thing. And it happens if you sit in one spot and hardly move your mouth, except for nasty fast food for 25 right. hours. So. Oh,
2: holy yeah. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like B.O. Cause I'm mm-hmm. like a 25 hour drive in the hot sun. I could see B.O. Yeah. Up a car.
1: No, I'm, I mean, the place smelled like feet, but it wasn't right. me. It was all, I had uh college kids in the back but uh, my, my sneeze made it, made it really bad. That was like the worst uh. ever to this day, and I, I still get embarrassed about it. But I'm sharing it with you, and I, and I feel insecure about it, <laughs> but it's okay. Uh, it's time for us to do some listener stories. To listen to All right, this is called an eight-year-old story, and it's from an eight-year-old. So here we go. So my name is Landon. And I live in PA. I woke up one morning and it was something like this. Colon. Mom. Landon, did you leave your socks on the floor? Because Titus, my great, great Dane, or my giant great Dane, he ate your sock and it was half hanging out of his keister coated in poo. Lost your appetite yet? In parentheses. So anyways, mom grabs a poop scooper bag thingy and pulls it out and finds her hand is covered in Poo. Cue the dun-dun-dun sound. Whoa. Needless to say, I'm down to one sock. And that's it. Lemons, lemons. Is that still cool? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> P.S. Hey, guys, I'm eight, and I'm a huge fan of the show. My favorite story was That sun Show and the Mad Crapper episode, a.k.a. Pooh Picasso by Landon from Kennett Square, Pennsylvania. Well, thanks for writing in. And remember, kids, get your parents' permission before you do. Otherwise, we can't read it. Um, This is from Katie Smith, the Morgoo Girl. It's called Candy Drawer. The other day, my sister Becca and I were recording this story. Recounting. They weren't recording. They're not podcasters. They were recounting this story. My mom used to have a drawer full of candy. But there was an obstacle in the way to getting to the glorious treats. It was a simple hasp lock. <laughs> she put a hasp on a, on a drawer uh, full of candy. It, it sounds like the perfect torture device. I don't know. Uh, with my mom napping, my sister was determined to get to that candy. So she persuaded me to gather up all the screwdrivers we could and we plopped down next to the drawer Going one by one, Beckham went through the lineup of screwdrivers and tried to unscrew the screws of the hasp. So they're trying to bypass the lock, basically, (laughs) and go for the hasp. The last screw was nearly out when a young voice said, what are you doing? My brother, Ben, had just come home from school, and she knew she was caught in the act. Wait, she exclaimed. I'll give you some if you don't tell mom. Ben was no dummy and immediately ran off to wake up my mom. In the end, her plans were thwarted, and she didn't get to satisfy her candy craving. No candy for you. Thank you for the hard work you guys do into coordinating and putting together the shows. Have a nice day. Katie Smith and Will girl. Yeah, man. (laughs) My mom had a a freezer, stand-up freezer, one of those big giant jokers. I think everybody in the 80s had a giant freezer, and uh, it was full of stuff. And one of the things it was full of was Baker's chocolate, and they were in this package that looked like um, an ice tray, and so there was just different segments of it. All I didn't know what Baker's chocolate was. All I knew is it was chocolate. So me and the sisters would sneak into the to the to, to, to the freezer and pop one of those jokers out and just gnaw on it. Arr, arr, arr. <laughs> And we'd be so happy to just even get the, the flavor of ch- it. it There's no sugar in it. it
2: it's it, the it's, nastiest thing. It's the yeah.
1: grossest thing. But we didn't know. Our little stupid brains were like, chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and we would put it back in the thing and then come back and gnaw on it again later. I don't know what we were thinking. We never got caught. but um, And it was never good. <laughs> but we did it because no. it was chocolate. We didn't know. We didn't know what real M&M's tasted like, I don't think. I don't think we ever had real chocolate. I, now, I think, except for, like, Easter and Halloween, so it was close. It was the closest thing we could get. I had a weird that's childhood. Like we would,
2: I think I tried to, to sneak a, a sweet and low packet oh!
1: oh, you'll never do that again. <laughs> you never do that <laughs> That's twice. full of
2: bitter disappointment. Yes, yes.
1: that's like taking uh, Kool-Aid to the head or something like that. It's just, it's not right. It's not yeah. It's not good. Um this is, uh, called skunk century it's sent to us from Claire. Um, hi, James and John well, and Chris, I guess, um, first <laughs> <laughs> you're here too. First, I want to say that I absolutely love your show. I have a lot going on being a teacher and the school year is coming to a close. You keep me laughing and the stress decreases because of the content of the show. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Uh, here are my story. Here is my story. My bad. First, I was walking with my guide dog the other day. He kept randomly stopping. Normally, he does that to indicate that he needs to go to the bathroom. Okay, so this is a blind lady, and she has a, a guide dog. So I, it's important for me to mention that.
2: So Unless she's like a tourist, and <laughs> the dog is...
1: The dog is on tour as You're well, good? checking yeah. things out. So, so the... So the day, uh, normally he does that to indicate that he needs to go to the bathroom. Then I will take his harness off, let him do his business. He just went before we left. So I knew he was okay. After a little bit of fresh, after a little bit of a frustrating two mile walk, we finally got home. I would say that's a little bit more than just a little bit frustrating, but I'll leave it to you. I explained to my mom what he was doing and I told her that it felt like he was staring at things. She explained that, uh, something that made everything make sense. There'd been a lot of skunks in our area. So apparently people in my town had decided to purchase fake skunks and put them blow up skunks and put them on the front lawn. So he was having a staring contest with every single one of them. As we went down the street, thinking that they were real and hoping that we didn't get sprayed. <laughs> so, yeah. So the dog was doing his job, man. Couldn't help it. It was a great thing, she says. To answer your question about the patron saint of skunks, it has to be Saint Francis of Assisi. He was the patron of all animals, and he's the only person I can think of that would fit this requirement. I'm sure there might be someone else, but I will do research and let you know. At times, I find myself thinking about something you said on one of your episodes when you're trying when I'm trying to teach my students, and I start laughing. I have to explain to them why I am laughing. And I've not given them the name of your show yet. I wonder if I should. Maybe I should wait a year or two. They are only in fourth grade, Claire. Yeah, you should probably wait. I don't know how old the fourth grader is anymore. I used to know, but uh, I don't know.
2: The fourth grader, eight. I think. I think that's the fourth grade is probably like eleven. I think. Okay. Well, 11. we're ten and up, so maybe maybe you she can just makes the cutoff.
1: But j- just know that. Uh, that if you do share it and parents get upset, it's on you, Claire. It's not on me. I'm not the one promoting it to fourth graders. So anyway, this one's called uh, from Isabel. She's 10. It's called Bathroom Imprisonment. It's from a 10-year-old, so be ready. It was a few minutes before recess when I went to the bathroom. When I was done, the bell rang, meaning recess was starting. I wanted to go to recess, so I ran, tried to open the door, The handle fell clean off. I yelled and kicked at the door until my friend came. She let me out. Uh, She said, how'd you get stuck in there? She says, let me out. I'll show you. So she she went and got a chair and she wedged the door open, saving me from my bathroom imprisonment. Why couldn't you just let yourself out? And I showed her the dang handle fell off in my hand. She said, the middle school version. (laughs) It's a 10 year old writing the middle school version. (laughs) One time I went to the bathroom And when I was done, the handle broke off and I kicked and screamed forever. And then my friend came and said, why couldn't you get out? And I showed her the handle, the end. I wrote this all by myself. Love the show. Isabel, age 10. A little follow up to this uh, story is Isabel is it's been three years since she wrote this. And she's now a middle schooler. And she wrote (sighs) me back and said, I'm still listening and she says, I can verify that middle schoolers really do talk that way now. <laughs> so she, she did a good job. Oh, man. Well, that is our show for today. Remember, if we use your story, then we owe you a sticker. So email me your address, james at nlcast.com. Um, do you have any funny stories about bats? If you do, send them in. Any, any kind of bat, even if it's a baseball bat at this point. I want to make episode 300 our bat episode. And uh, so don't hesitate. Send it in. Do you have any stories about Band-Aids? What about stories about embarrassing farts in libraries? Yeah. (laughs) What about any embarrassing stories uh, during a baptism service or something like that? Any kind of church service? Send those things, email or audio, to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. Beststoryshow.com is the website follow us on Twitter at NLCast NLCast is how you follow us on Twitter, review us on iTunes or wherever you found us, it really really helps and I read them and they bless me and it's awesome if you want more great shows, visit NLCast.com we got, we're both right we've got Red, uh, Red School Bus and GOK Go check out those shows if you're not listening. Thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Zane Estrada, Yanu Strespec, Spec, sorry, <laughs> and Carrie Wright. Become a patron today at patreon.com slash that story. So, Chris, thank you so much for joining us, man.
2: Thank you.
1: And make sure you guys head over there to uh, Mason and Connor, C-O-N-N-O-R.com. For the Cowan Boy Super Movie Show. Family friendly, fun, going through all the Marvel movies. We'll see you guys next week, right here on the Dad's Story Show. Bye.